0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express Business. Take your business further with the Amex Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits to help unlock more business value. Learn more at americanexpress.com businessgoldcard. You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. Maddie Safai here with one of our producers, Rebecca Ramirez. What's up, Ramirez? Um, You know,
1: just uh, contemplating the moon.
0: Is this because you read that Twilight book as an adult, Rebecca? Listen,
1: no (laughs) pleasure should be a guilty pleasure. There should be no shaming of pleasures.
0: (laughs) All right. That's true. That's true. So why are we talking moons?
1: Well, I mean, there's a blue moon happening this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in time for Halloween. Exactly. And so... I thought, what better way to get into the Halloween spirit than to ask questions about the celestial body responsible for werewolves and creepy (laughs) shadows? Maybe vampires? I don't know about that one. Do they have a tie to the moon? Who can say? But they're Halloweeny.
0: So, today on the show, we're asking, what is a blue moon? Is the moon ever blue? And are they even as rare as the phrase, once in a blue moon, implies? I'm Rebecca Ramirez. And I'm Maddie Safaya. This is Shortwave from NPR. This message comes from NPR's sponsor, Teladoc Health. There are lots of reasons for wanting to be healthy. Family, work, living a fuller life. TeleDoc Health understands whether you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or just need to manage your weight. TeleDoc Health can help. Visit TeleDocHealth.com/slash What's Your Why for more information. That's T E L A D O C Health/slash What's Your Why.
2: This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and t-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombuscom slash NPR and use code NPR. All right, Beck.
0: So today you're going to explain what's the deal with the phrase blue moon.
1: Right. And so for more on this, I called up Corinne Rojas. These days, she's an operations engineer for the Mars Perseverance rover, but I've always loved staring at the moon. I call it my first love. Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) I know, right? And actually, when she picked up our Zoom call, her virtual background was her favorite crater on the moon, too, Giordano Bruno. And so, Corinne spent a lot of time studying the moon. Her previous job was as a researcher for the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, which, fun fact, is the only active NASA science mission to the moon. Oh, very cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, a bloom is just a specific kind of full moon, so let's just start by explaining why you can see the moon at all. What you're actually seeing isn't light from the moon. It's sunlight coming from the sun reflected on the moon and then shining back onto Earth. So one side of the moon is always fully lit by the sun. But what dictates how much of the moon you can see is how much of the lit up side is facing us, which changes as the moon orbits. Right. So during a full moon, the side that's facing us is fully lit. And that happens about every 29 and a half days as part of what's known as the synodic period or how long it takes for an object in our solar system like the moon to return to approximately the same position relative to the sun and the person looking at mm. it from Earth. Okay. And within the synodic period, there's a lunar cycle.
0: Yeah, and I know there's some like waxing and waning involved in the lunar cycle, so let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, so technically when people talk about the lunar cycle, they start with the new moon, not the full moon.
0: And the new moon's basically the opposite in that it seems like the moon has disappeared from the sky. Right, because the moon at that point is kind of between the sun and the earth. So standing on earth, the light is kind of hitting the back of the moon, if you will. The the lit up side you can't see. Right.
1: The moon is still there. It's just not illuminated by the sun.
0: Yeah, and so then it starts
1: waxing. More and more of the side of the moon facing us is lit from the sun. Which means that the full moon is building up. First is a little crescent, then first quarter, then wax and
0: gibbous. <laughs> Waxing gibbous. Okay, it's a technical term, okay? (laughs) And then eventually it reaches full moon status.
1: Then it starts waning, meaning you see less and less of the moon, until there's a new moon again, and you can't see any of the lit up part. Rinse, repeat, 29 and a half days later, roughly. All right, we we did it. Okay, so... Finally,
0: we get to the question, when is a full moon a blue moon?
1: Yeah. Okay. So here's where we turn into a mini history podcast. Corinne told me that actually blue moon has had many meanings over the years. It used to be that a blue moon referred to the third full moon in a season that has four full moons. That's what's known as a
0: seasonal blue moon. But I'm guessing that's no longer what it means.
1: Right. So in the mid-20th century, the meaning was actually misinterpreted and Mm -hmm. changed. And nowadays, when people say a moon's a blue moon, what they're usually referring to is the second full moon that happens in one calendar month. So you've got a lunar cycle
0: that lasts about 29 and a half days... Okay, and so in months where you get the full moon at the very beginning, like Mm -hmm, how we had mm -hmm. one on October 1st, there's time for another one at the end, like tomorrow on Halloween.
1: Right, which usually
0: happens around every 2.7 years. Which, yeah, that's not nothing, but it's not actually that rare then, like a blue moon.
1: Yeah, so I mean, blue moons in general aren't that rare. But this particular blue moon, a Halloween blue moon for everyone in the U.S., hasn't actually happened since
0: 1944. That's World War II. <laughs> okay, so so we actually have a rare Halloween blue moon 2020 mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. A okay. little okay.
1: situation. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, so generally speaking, once in a blue moon, terrible saying, it's not actually that rare. Is it even blue, Rebecca? Like, or is this whole thing a lie? I... What do you think? You're about to crush my dreams right now.
1: 100%. But for the sake of our friendship, I'll let Corinne do it. The moon's color does not physically change. The moon will remain its beautiful, gorgeous um, color that we know and love. But hang on. But sometimes the color can appear to change. And that is usually related to volcanoes, dust storms, wildfires. You know, stuff here on Earth. Because basically, there has to be enough ash of a particular size kicked up into the Earth's atmosphere to scatter all of the smaller red light particles, making it look bluish.
0: But so generally speaking, it's that like gray and white, beautiful moon body we know and love. Yeah, exactly.
1: Pretty rare for it to actually look blue. So you got it. Blue moon's.
0: All right, so you're telling me blue moons, not that rare and not actually blue.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> great on the blue moon front for factiness, I gotta say.
0: Well, what is shortwave for other than destroying your dreams with facts? Am I right? You know what I'm saying, Ramirez? 100%. <laughs> All right. So we normally turn to listener mail here, but we are Mm -hmm. switching it Mm -hmm. up today to send off our producer Mm -hmm. Brent Bachman instead. He has been with us since day one, and it is technically, allegedly, his last day on the show.
1: Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be really cute if we could just all say something we really love about Brent Bachman and show how much we really appreciate (laughs) him. So, okay, I'll start. No pressure. My favorite thing about young BB is that he is so nonchalant in his excellence and his playfulness that he'll even let me nickname him (laughs) young BB, which is ridiculous. So,
0: you know. All right. Your turn. Okay. Okay. I would say that Brent taught me to lean into being weird instead of hiding Mm -hmm. it, which Mm -hmm. I appreciate. How to trust myself and my instincts, uh, like unless that, we disagree. Like and then he taught me to trust <laughs> Brent's instincts, if you know what I mean. If <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> only way to go. You know? It's the right thing to go. It's a, yeah. it's the right thing to yeah. do, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're not the only ones who want to say goodbye to BB. Hey, this is Emily Kwong. Brent, you taught me the power of a good
1: prop. You know, like that slime in our ASMR episode, using objects to tell stories on the radio, and how to just roll with the punches. I aspire to be even a little bit as calm and kind as you are under pressure. He is calm under pressure for sure.
0: This is Britt, another producer on the show. The thing about Brent is that he's a total boss, but he would never let you know that. He's so incredibly generous with his time and his skills. We were the luckiest to get to work with him. This is Viet. Brent, you're incredibly talented. I hope we get to work together again at some point. Uh, And even though you're leaving us, your producer DNA will always be a part of the show. We've benefited from it, and our listeners have too. Thanks a ton. All right, that is it from us. Brent Bachman, we appreciate you. We're going to miss you so much, buddy. Mm -hmm. So much. But we know where you live. Yep. And your windows are on the first floor. You know what I'm saying? So
1: today's episode was produced by Thomas Liu. it was edited by Viet Le, Arielle Zabidi, fact-checked it, and we had engineering by Patrick Boyd. Happy Halloween from all of us at Shortwave from NPR. In your capacity as a NASA employee, serious, serious question. Mm -hmm. Is there, for the record, a man on the moon? I am not authorized to disclose such information at this time.
2: And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixllearning.com.
0: Spend time in any American city, and you'll likely encounter someone with untreated psychosis. Lost Patients is a new podcast examining our maze-like system for treating severe mental illness, which loses patients to an endless loop between the streets, jail, and hospitals. Does it have to be this way? For the history, the reality, and hopefully some solutions, listen to Lost Patients from KUOW and The Seattle Times, part of the NPR Network.